0: Hi, my name's Ly. Hi, my name's Freya. And we love nature. This is our show, Hidden Worlds, where we learn about the worlds that are hidden from our view. Our forests and lakes. To deep space. Animals that live in our gardens. And the world of bacteria. Are you ready to explore Hidden Worlds, guys? Let's dive right in. Welcome to today's show which is all about the hidden worlds of our lakes and rivers. First up, we travelled to a beautiful West Cork, where we met Nikki Kelly, who works with teachers in schools, telling them all about the life and environment around us. Nikki took us to a pond to see all the different creatures that live there.
1: <laughs> so first thing we're going to do is we're going to fill up our tray. We're going to try and get uh, some clean-ish water. So I'm going to go along here. And without stepping in and making it all mucky and muddy, I'm just going to fill up my tray. You can see the water's quite browny because uh, there's lots of minerals in the water from all the plants and things like that. Okay, so I'm just going to show you what to do, and then you can do it yourselves, okay? So I'm going to take my net, and we're not fishing, okay? What we're doing is we're dipping, so we're just taking a sample from the water. So we're not going to see, oh, have I, what have I caught? We're just going to dip in, we're going to uh, have a little swish around, and we're going to then we're going to bring the net back to the tray, and we're going to empty it into the tray, and then we can have a look and see what we've got there, okay? So the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to dip my net in. I'm going to try not to get too much mucky stuff, but at the same time, I kind of want to be in close... To the vegetation because that's where the things that we want to find they're going to be hiding in amongst the mm. grasses and things like that. N- not, not to. Ha- oh, look! We got a fish straight away. Look, and we have got a water boatman there. Oh, I see them at my
0: granny's farm all the time in a little uh, where the cows drink, really.
1: Yeah, they can uh, they can fly, so they can arrive. A water boatman. You see, it looks like somebody rowing a boat. It's got these big yeah. long arms. So a I don't think I got anything. You want to bring it up. Yeah.
0: So I'm gonna bring it back and see what I got. I hope it's something. I very
1: hope it's something. I don't know yet I bet you've got something I've never ever had nothing in, in, a, in a in a net I bet you've got some. look there you have see these things now these are a bit like wood lice that live in the pond they eat dead dead uh, vegetation so mm-hmm. they're eating the dead leaves and you see how you've got to scoop all of dead leaves that's why you've got all of these things those of them. yeah they're in where the dead leaves are. If you went in where the green leaves were, you'd get something different now.
0: I think I got something. Well, oh, look
1: at the water boatman. Yeah, I got them. that one. I got that one. I definitely got that one.
0: There's
2: two of them.
1: And you see what this is now? This is a case from a case caddisfly lava, and they make these little houses out of sticks. You see that? Yeah. Wow. They've stuck all those little bits of rush, to all the rushes together, and they've made a little house. And that is not living in there anymore. It's only a bit of a house, but they make some. We might find another one, um, and then they go in backwards, and you just see their heads peeping out. You got look. this is a pond skater, and it's got a special uh, ability. To oh, yeah. There's two of them oh, yeah, to stand them. to skate on top of the water. You see, they've got these legs. They spread them right out, oh, I know. and they're so thin. You
0: like Daddy Long
1: Legs? Exactly. They like Daddy. That. That's That's yeah.
0: Yeah, you did catch... Oh, look, it's a newt. Oh,
3: my God.
0: A, a newt, newt is something that looks... I think it looks like, like a baby frog or no, something. No, it's a sort of lizard, I think.
1: Exactly, it's some, something like between a lizard and a frog.
0: They're harmless, look but at s- they don't look so, do they? I've always wanted to see a newt.
1: Do you know what I think? Do you know the film uh, How to Train Your Dragon? Yeah. Do you know the the, the, the dragon Toothless? Yeah. I think it look, I think if you look at the face of the... Of a newt, I think it looks just like a dragon. I think they copied that animation from a baby newt. Look at it. Next, we went up to Rory and Paddy
0: to tell us all about fishing.
2: So, I, my name is Rory Keating and I work for Inland Fisheries Ireland. Uh, Inland Fisheries are responsible for all our waterways and all the fish in the country. Um, and part of my job in Inland Fisheries is I run something called the Dublin Angling Initiative to introduce fishing to kids from Dublin, from all over Dublin, and introduce them to the world of fishing and the world of the environment, and try and give them a chance and an opportunity that they might not otherwise have. So you can come and stand in the lake like today where it's nice and windy and cold and wet, and have fun.
0: Buddy showed us to set up for fishing, and the first thing was put b- maggots on the fishing rod.
4: Do you know what maggots are? Hold on. Yes, Hold on for a babies, second. They're what we call larvae a fly larvae. I won't make you touch to them, I promise. don't have touch to touch them. Yummy. We have two types, we have red and white. If that's your real, I'd leave them in the grass so you won't go near you. Look up here in me hand, and this kind of your arm. And that actually stops the lion from moving. So you open your bail arm, right? So you keep it held, keep it tight. And you come over to the water. And all you do, while you're holding it, just flick. over your head. And that's it, yeah, fishing. That's fishing.
0: Now we're all set up, it was about waiting.
4: Now what you do is close over your bailer, and then what you can do is you can hold open up in your wee for the flow. What happen is you see little ripples coming off the flow. And that's the fish underneath messing with your bee. Now it might take a few minutes or hopefully at all. There's one thing about fishing is it's Five percent craft, five percent craft and ninety-five percent look, <laughs> you know. If there's no fish in front of you're not gonna catch. You. It's all about concentration and weight. You know, what the two things that children hate, you know. There you
2: go. Now you're fishing. Now you're fishing. Let we just keep an eye on that float. You can see if it's bobbing up and down oh a little no bit of wind? This is ideal weather for fly fishermen. Really, this is what they love because the ripple on the water means that the fish can't really see in or out. Okay. And um, nice bit of rain keeping the water level topped up. So when you get the typical Irish summer's day and everyone's unhappy and sad, it's not sunny. Just think, at least the fishermen are happy.
0: It was very windy and raining, but. So much fun. And eventually we got a fish. We put the fish back in the water right after we caught it. It was such a great day. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yes! I caught a fish!
4: Oh. I caught a fish! Yes! Rory go really short. And what you what you have to catch is a rod. That's one of Ireland's natural fish. There's very few places. There are very few places that have full roads. Hey, do you want to put me back? Yes. Yeah. Right. Oh, please. Right hold Just put me in the water real, real close to you, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And watch them swim away.
0: We headed to Victoria Lock on the Shannon, where Stephen, the lockkeeper, showed us all about how they work the locks and control all the
3: boats coming up and down. Hi, Stephen here from Victoria Lock. Uh, boats come down the river and into the lock and i drop them down about six feet, open the gate and off to go again. And the reason for that is if the lock wasn't here, the Shannon would all level out and to be too shallow upriver for boats to travel. That's why it's uh, it's uh, set in stages, seven locks on the Shannon and they're all lifting up a few feet keep it navigable. That's just perfect now and the boats are heading out but this level, this side of the the gate will be too shallow on the upper side that's why we're holding back six foot of water to make it navigable upstream
0: There's a boat I think they're on holiday it kind of looks like a mini house there's a sink and and there's Mm. a sea you might have on a plane or a bus and you can get out, and you can go up there. There's a little kid, I a think a mother kid. and a father, a father. I think so.
3: That's the water coming in now, filling the filling the lock. The locks into now, and we have a boat. Coming downstream, so to fill the lock again to let him in.
0: Like water coming up from the bottom of this lock and it's filling up. There are kind of like marks in the water, and I'm watching the marks and I'm seeing that it's getting higher and it's covering more marks.
3: Yeah, I see the boat coming and you can get ready for him. Sometimes the lock is ready, if the gate is open, he'll drive straight in. But if the last boat went downstream, which it did. This one's coming downstream again. You have to change the, change the whole process around.
0: After we finished with Men, we met Eamon, who works for Waterways Ireland. Teaching people were all about the wildlife that lives along the waterways and how important it is.
5: Anybody ever seen one of these guys? No. He looks kind of cute, doesn't he? But guess what, he's not cute at all, he's a, he's a nasty, he's called a mink.
0: Oh, oh
5: those things. Those things, yeah. yeah. So they look a bit like, so there's our mink. And kind of looks very similar to these three guys. So we've got an otter, otter,
0: and They used
5: to be terrified of otters. Terrified of otters, I love otters, I think otters are so nice. Because they're actually kind of very playful. They're
0: cute. And they're, so cute. they're
5: very good at playing. So if you were up early now, maybe about five o'clock or half five in the morning here
0: marching.
5: you definitely would see otters floating around here right because what you have here you got a big river so you've got loads of little fish that they might like to eat so the otters if you were here about half five this morning there's a good chance you would see an otter because there's loads of different backwaters there's a weir down there there'll be loads of little insects like this there's another old canal just in behind there so it's kind of like you know a Slow, steely waters where your frog and frog spawn. So, they would even, you know, depending on time of the year, they eat different things at different times of the year. So, they could eat fish when the fish are plentiful, they'd eat newts when the newts are big enough, and they'd eat crayfish as well. So, they munch away in that. So, they have a nice, varied diet for them, like you know. When you see otters, especially baby otters, playing around, they're, they're, right, so li- cute. they're right little messers and they love splashing around. It's favorite. hard to know between the uh, even though the bat people are kind of scared the bats, and bats have a, a bad reputation of being like you know. Night animals and blood suckers—they're not really, sure they're not, because mm-hmm. they just like insects. But you have loads of different types of bats. But seven or eight different types of bats in Ireland. And this is my favourite. He's one of the rarest. He's called the Benton's bat. Oh, and he like likes—he, you like fruit bats? Yeah. They're pretty big, aren't they? Yeah. Whereas these guys are only about the size of—maybe even smaller than my thumb. Show me your thumbs. Yeah, probably about the size of your thumb, maybe half your thumb. They're actually really small, and their wings go a little bit wide. But their wings are actually their hands, aren't they? because look that's, that's their arms going all the way out and look at their little tiny little fingers and all. Aww, they're so mad aren't cute? they they are actually
0: kind of yeah
5: and they're really furry so if you're lucky this time of year sometimes they're like hanging out in the kind of a little rocky wall where there's loads of cracks and they love living in bridges where there's like really old bridges where they're full of cracks underneath them, they don't like getting wet at night times so they're like nice dry places where it doesn't get too cold or it doesn't get too hot they don't like places that are lit up So we have, so when we're designing our waterways, we have, this one of our ones, but these are special low LED lights. We don't have a big, huge, massive street light because the Dalbenton's bat wouldn't like them. These are 7 watt LED little bulbs. We call them downlighters. So they actually point the light down instead of pointing it up. So we don't have light pollution because light pollution, what happens when you have too much light in an area or a town? Too much light in a town, you can't see the stars. But also the Dalbenton's bat can't find where he's going. Because it just confuses him, so he likes it nice and dark. So we have to make sure that even though the boaters might like loads of lights that don't fall off their boats or the jetty at night time, we got to make sure we keep we build with nature. So we build around the reeds and we make sure we mine things like bats by, by just putting small, just dim lights. So people can see where they're walking with these lights, but it doesn't spill loads of light up into the sky. So you can sit in your boat, see the lovely night stars, and if you're lucky, see all the bats and get up nice early in the morning and see the otters. Wouldn't that be a nice day to mm. chill out, wouldn't it? So sometimes the best, the best mornings, or the best time when you're ever on a boat, is to get up really early. Even though Mom and Dad mightn't like that. Because you see the most things when you're up really early. Because you know one thing I saw very, very rare when I was in Australia years ago? I got up really early, it was 4 o'clock in the morning, I got in the canoe and it was really quiet. Did you ever hear of a platypus? Yeah. You
0: saw
5: a platypus? I actually saw a platypus. I've
0: seen a crocodile when I went to
5: Africa. Ooh, that's kind of scary. So I, 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 I met a ranger who'd worked in that place for 20 years and he'd never seen a platypus. And I was there one week and I saw a platypus and I was delighted. So sometimes when you get up early, you see the best part of nature. So, if, and, and it's all, actually, the nature I think is the prettiest in the morning because sometimes you get a, in the summertime especially, you get a fog. And you can, you can, hardly, can hardly see the, the river. and There's a nice fog in the river. And you hear a splash. And that could be, what, what do you think the splash could be? Could be a knotter. Or it could be a pike grabbing another smaller fish. No, we'd have no platypuses here, would we? It'd be cool if we did, wouldn't it?
0: Hope you enjoyed the show, guys. Catch you next time. Confidence is a preference for the habitual voyeur
5: of what is known as... A morning suit can be avoided if you take a route straight through what is known as...